guys and gals, me and Gabriel can't lie, we've missed you. It's been a, about a week and a half since we've got another podcast and started recording. We apologize for that. Last week I was uh, a little bit under the weather, was sniffling, coughing, had a fever, didn't feel too great. I didn't want to come on the podcast going, <laughs> and Gabriel also had finals. And we just couldn't really work out a time together that worked for both of us. But we're back here. We got a lot to cover in the last week and a half. You got anything to say to the people, Gabe, before we get started? Let's go. All Come right, on. let's do it, man. We have a lot to cover. A lot's happened in the last week and a half. And we'll dive right in probably with the biggest story of before this round of the playoffs. It's the Cavs beating the Pacers in seven. You had the Pacers actually still winning this game, even after our last podcast, man. Well, how, how do you feel? Well, it was close. I mean, it was relatively close. It could have gone either way. But LeBron stepped up, and it was it was a series. It was, it was a well-fought series between the two teams. I feel like it could have gone either way. But, you know, LeBron, he was just too much. Yeah. And, you know, it shows because right now they're in a they're in a series dominating lead 3-0 against the Against the Raptors, yeah, which we'll talk about we're, later. We're for sure going to get back into that for a second, <laughs> man. But, dude, the Pacers gave the Cavs everything they could handle, man. Well, the thing about the Cavs was they really could not close out a lot of these games, honestly, because they had leads in, like, two of them that they ended up losing. They had, like, 20-point leads up at, at one point. And whatever reason, you know, um, the Pacers always storm back, and the Cavs just seem not to be able to play defense on these guys. Well, you know, I think the Pacers earned a lot of respect from everyone. You know, no nobody really saw this team becoming a powerhouse. Well, not a powerhouse, but a good team, a good team to face in the playoffs. You know, yeah. I you know originally I thought the series was just gonna be maybe a, a five game series. Yeah. With the Cavs going four one, but you know Oladipo he stepped up. He's becoming a star player in this league. Yeah. And it'll be interesting what they could do in the future, but they need more power if they're gonna be a reckonable force in the league. Yeah, in dude. Years. The LeBron carried this entire team throughout that whole first round. He's still carrying them through the whole playoff series. Yeah, I mean I mean specifically here, he really didn't get any help from much anybody else. I think he averaged a triple double or close to a triple double the entire um first round, man. Like this guy has just been going off. And I think he I think he knew the crap he was gonna get if they lost in the first fucking round. Everybody's gonna be saying, "Oh, he'll never be better than Jordan." This and that and the he other. Won't. He's like, "Man, I can't, I can't hear Skip Bayless talk all this shit, man." <laughs> but come on, we're used to Skip Bayless talking all this shit. Yeah, he's right. wrong a lot of times. Yeah, but you know. And in this series, LeBron had that that clutch three pointer, man, to put them away right after what was it the the non called goaltending by LeBron on the block off the. Off the glass. That could have been a game-changing thing, though. It could have, because they probably don't go for a three. I mean, I don't know what you think, uh, depending how much time was left on the clock. Maybe they still go for the three, and maybe the play's just set up differently. Maybe there's so much more pressure. Maybe they don't make it, you know? Yeah. A lot of possibilities exist with that. Yeah. But what happened, happened. And, you know, now they're playing the Raptors. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm excited um, to see what, what the Cavs do in the next round. <laughs> uh, but let's hop over to the Pelicans. Um down 3-1 to the Warriors. I had predicted that this could be a really good series, especially if Steph Curry didn't play the first couple games. He didn't play game one, came off the bench game two, and started game three. Uh, no, game three or game four? He started game three. He started game three? Mm-hmm. Okay, now he's – and yeah, he started last he started night as well? Gotcha. Man, like I said, I thought it was going to be a mismatch with Anthony Davis, and he's dominating this he's, – he's playing well. He's playing really, really well. 
But the Warriors just have way too much firepower, man. Like I said, I thought this series would be so much closer than what it is now. It's 3-1. I'm really disappointed in this matchup. I really am. I thought it had the chance to be one of the most entertaining ones out of all the second round, man. But I don't know, bro. I mean, the Warriors are just too strong for everyone. They have a, a tough team to face. They're just three-point shooting teams, you know? They're the, they're the three-point shooting team, and they're just dominating the bigs, you know? Yeah. The bigs, they're slowly dissipating from the league if they can't shoot mm-hmm. threes. Yep. And, you know, Davis, he's, he's awesome. He's one of the best players in the league. Yeah. But he can't do this alone. He's no. not LeBron. No, he can't. Not at all. Man, it, it's, it really goes to show that even if you have dominant big men, it really does not matter in this league, like you just said. Uh, the Warriors just have two great three-point shooting, and that's really it, man. Uh, KD's going off. Like I said, Steph Curry off the bench had, like, almost 30 points in game two. Um, but you see, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, you know, if Curry's not shooting well, well, you got KD, you got mm-hmm. Thompson, maybe Green doing the work. Or another player like Iggy. Dude, you're never. It's there's never gonna be a night, or there rel- there will rarely be a night where all three of them aren't hitting. Exactly. And that's just the hard part, right? You have to. Essentially, the Warriors have to beat themselves. Warriors really never lose, right? They just don't shoot. And if they don't shoot, well, then that's something that's easily adjusted, right? Because nobody's gonna. Not three players aren't gonna shoot like crap for the entire series. That's right. I mean. It's showing, like, other teams are starting to pick that, that type of strategy up. You know, yeah. you see the Rockets now. Mm-hmm. They're a three-point shooting team. If yep. they're not making it, they're not winning. Yeah. yeah but you know what? They have been winning, so they have been making it. Yeah, so. there you go. You live and you die by the three. But the thing about the Warriors is also interesting is how good defense they play. Dude, they're suffocating, man. Like, KD's super long. Steph doesn't really play much defense, but Clay can lock down your your your, your best shooting guard. Um, Draymond, Draymond has Draymond's been, you know, he's Draymond. defensive player of the year. Yeah. Raining. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll win it this year, but you know, he he's very consistent. Yeah. Speaking of Draymond, have you seen all the all the beef between him and Rajon Rondo during these playoffs? Yeah, man, it's crazy. I like it. I kind of like it though. <laughs> oh, for sure. They they just what was it? Rajon Rondo got the ball after Draymond shot his first free throw and rubbed his face sweat all <laughs> over it. That's some petty stuff, man. It, it's. Very petty, but you know it's very interesting. And yeah, it's it's making me want to watch the series, even though it sucks. Yeah, for sure. Cause uh, was it uh, Ray John Rondo was trying to trip? I think Draymond or Steph Curry or something like that. They're just getting in each other's faces, dude. I like it. I like it. Two guys with really bad attitudes just going off on each other. You know, I I think it's great to see. It, it's a fun storyline, especially like you said. It, it's not really much of an interesting series at this point, as much as we had hoped. I think. I think the Pelicans are going to lose 4-1. I think Warriors win tonight, I think they play. No. If not tonight, then tomorrow. tomorrow. Um, uh, we're actually recording this on, what, say Monday the... Today's the 8th? No, 7th. The 7th, yeah. So whenever you guys are hearing this, it'll it'll be later today. Um, yeah, so like I said, I think the Pelicans are going to are gonna lose 4-1. A gentleman's sweep, man, I don't know. Do you think, you think they, gotta get, they got any more life in them? I think they have a little bit of life in them. Mm-hmm. You know, the Warriors are very consistent. But just to go against you, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like agreeing with you. I mean, it's <laughs> awesome, but no. Yeah. You know, I think they could win one more game. Okay. But they are definitely not going to win the series. Uh-huh. There's definitely not going to be a game six. Okay. Neither a game seven. Okay. They're going home. Game five. No. No, there has to be a game there six. Has to be Sorry, a game. my if you bad. you said that they're going to win another game, there has to be a game six. Yeah. 
it's gonna go to Game Six. Oh, uh, there's no way that they win. They win it in, in uh, San Francisco. Bro. You never know, man. I don't think so. Like, I that... just think they have a little bit more life in them. They could find one more game, mm-hmm. but nothing more. I hope so, man. Cause who they swept the Trailblazers, so they had a lot of good momentum. And I mean, regardless of what it is, dude, this series, uh, or this postseason is something to build off of for the future for this young team. All right. Let's move on to the Rockets going up 3-1 last night on the Utah Jazz. Honestly, it's the same thing with the Warriors, I think, right? Like, this team, you can't really beat the Rockets. The Rockets rarely are beaten. They usually beat themselves, and that's when they're not hitting on threes. And that's really what happened in Game 2 versus the Jazz. It's not that the Rockets, like, the Jazz did anything special, really. Maybe they, they ran the Rockets off on threes and they made it contested, but a lot of it was just Rockets just not hitting at all, some some wide-open shots, man. Because that game was pretty close. Even down, even down to the end, I think they lost by, like, five or eight points um, after fouling. Um, they still had a shot to win that game late, and they had came, come back and tied it, and then Jazz just pulled away. Like I said, the Rockets just weren't hitting at all, man. But... I think after last night and after the first blowout in Utah, Game 3, man, I think the series is over. Yeah, it's over. And like like you were saying earlier, you live by the three, you die by the three. Yeah. If they can't make it, they're not going to win. But, you know, they, they're they very consistent this year. They were a powerhouse this year mm-hmm. and showing. And, you, you know, who they're playing might not exactly be <coughs> the best team in the league, but they're an yeah. up-and-coming team in the league. Yeah. And – what they build off of this could help them in the future. But yeah. with the Rockets playing like this, I don't see any future with them. Yet. Dude, I, I think it's exactly what everybody thought it was going to be um, when the playoffs first started. Rockets, Warriors in the finals. Um, like I said, Rockets still have one more game to win, so so do the Warriors, man. But I think it's like seeing these two teams on the court, man, something has to happen. Major injury. Um, they have to beat themselves, getting a huge shooting slump for them not to play each other. And I'm really excited for this, the Warriors-Rockets uh, matchup. Dude, what happened to Donovan Mitchell, man? He was averaging like 30 points against the Thunder a game, and now he's down to 16. The Rockets the Rockets are playing really good defense against this guy. He's a good player, but he's just overmatched. Yeah. He doesn't have the star power with them to make him stand out as yeah. much as he can with, you know, playing the tr- – who, who did he play before? What what team did he play against the last round? Oh, Thunder. Thunder. Yeah. I mean, the Thunder are great, but Carmelo Anthony isn't the player we we all saw him. Yeah. At least in the past. Yeah. Paul George isn't dominating. Yeah. And you know he was able to capitalize on stuff like that, but going against a team like the Rockets, mm-hmm. it's a lot harder. These guys are just playing smash mouth defense. Yeah. You know their offense is just too powerful. It's too much yeah. firepower for for the Jazz to even handle. Dude. And. It's showing, you know. Same thing with Ben Simmons in a way. Uh-huh. You know, he's not performing. Mm-hmm. But who wins a Rookie of the Year? Simmons still. Yeah, I think Simmons still still gonna win it. Man, did you see Clint Capello last night? He was just dominating the paint, man. He had like five blocks in the last three minutes of the game. You see, I would lie to you uh-huh. if I saw the game because I didn't see it. It was just boring to me. I was like, I'm not gonna watch this. And yeah, Rockets won by like ten, I think. Uh, it was CP3's birthday. He went off, man. He was shooting a bunch of mid-range shots, which you really don't see the Rockets shooting, except CP3, because he's the one who can consistently hit that shot from the free throw line mm-hmm. um, as often as he does. Oh, man. It's just... <sighs> as a Rockets fan, I'm glad that, that, <laughs> that they're up 3-1, and they're probably going to end it on Wednesday or whenever they play, or maybe Tuesday. Like I said, we really don't... I don't really don't remember the schedule. 
But as a basketball fan, I wish these matchups were more competitive. Because now moving on to the Celtics, the Celtics, a team that we both thought were going to lose to the 76ers, I forget how many games we said it was going to be, they're up 3-0 on the 76ers with no superstars at all. Your best player is Terry Rozier or Jalen Brown. And you're up 3-0 on a team that has essentially at full power with uh, Bellinelli, Raddick, Embiid, uh, Embiid Simmons. Simmons, and you guys can't get a game off the Celtics? That's crazy. I mean, That's I didn't crazy. see any of this. Nobody saw this happening, you know? You see a stacked-up lineup with Philadelphia, but, you know, it's their, yeah. like I told you before. Mm-hmm. It's just they're too young. They don't have the experience Dude, Everybody was saying 76ers are going to go to the finals. Everybody after that first series against the Heat. They said, oh, no, nobody's beating them. They're going to make it all the way. They're going to cruise to the finals. Dude, they're down 3 Freaking oh! Any hope for them? None. It's over. It's a wrap. <laughs> you know how hard it is to come back from three zero. Almost now, impossible. Now, what do you think about the Boston Celtics outlook? You Dude, know, they have no superstars, oh but they're still God. dominating in a way. The Celtics, they're. I don't know, man. Next year, <laughs> fuck. I mean, they're gonna it? dominate the conference. They're gonna come dominate the league. I think they don't have uh, what um, Kyrie Irving, and they don't have Gordon Hayward. Like. Uh, what's the coach's name? Uh, not smart. Brad, Brad. Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens is a fucking mastermind genius NBA basketball coach. Like nobody can deny this now. Like this dude is playing with B B players, C players, maybe B plus players, and he is giving one of the brightest teams in the in the NBA as much as they can handle. Not more than they can handle, as evident by the series lead. But, you yeah. know, it's interesting. But I want to pose a question to you. Mm-hmm. What would happen if Kyrie was here? What would happen if Hayward were here? You know, would the series be different? Would the chemistry not be there? You know, do you think something like that could have happened where, you know, we may have seen Philadelphia with a yeah. resounding lead? Uh-huh. I think, yeah, I think you bring up a good point, um, at least in terms of how the chemistry would fit. Because when you have a superstar... Like, a superstar or a star like Gordon Hayward and a superstar like Kyrie Irving, you have to give them touches, right? Like, they demand the ball. And a lot of these dudes in Boston are like, okay, w- relatively we're not we're not as good at talent-wise to the players at 76ers, so we have to trust the system, right? You you have, you have you tell yourself, okay, the only we can't compete star-to-star or man-to-man. The only way we beat them is if we have a better game plan than the other team does. So I think this, the Boston players have bought into this game plan right now, and they're willing to be as unselfish as possible and listen to whatever Brad Stevens has to say because he has brought them here, a place that they should not be. A lot of us thought they were going out against the Bucks, right? And now they're up 3-0, dude. I think they're just buying more and more and more. I don't know how the thing how it'll be next year. Maybe uh, Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving will see this and say, damn. Like, we got to buy into the system. We got to put our egos to the side. I don't care how many points I get, how many touches, how many shots I get a game. I'm just worried about winning because these guys are going to make it to the fucking conference, excuse me, conference finals without a single superstar. And I, they maybe they have a shot against against the King after this, dude. But I don't know. What do, what do you think? I just think it's crazy that they made it so far yeah. without the superstar. Mm-hmm. You know, without Kyrie, I was counting them out. Yep. Without Hayward, I was discounting them. Yeah. But you know what? They had a big lead in the conference. They were number one for yeah. a while, and they dropped slowly. Yeah. But what they've had is this 
is a success. Mm-hmm. You know, whether or not they make it to the finals, yep. it's still a success it's a successful story. Successful year, exactly. What, versus the Rockets, though, you know, if the Rockets don't make it to the finals, that's a disappointment. Yeah, because they have so much expectations. Mm-hmm. This team didn't have the expectations, and I like the Celtics. What they've done, you know, they're doing great. They're doing. They're playing basketball the way basketball should be played. Yeah, as a team sport. Mm-hmm. And it's great to see that. You yeah, know, it's probably one of the most interesting series mm-hmm. to me, even though it's a three zero lead. Yeah, but you know the overtime game yesterday. Yeah. No, Saturday. Saturday. That was great. That was <laughs> awesome, man. Well, let's take a second and talk about the guy who dropped the confetti. Come on, man. How can you do shot. that? <laughs> that's like, horrible, bro. That's that's a premature. You had one job. Celebration. You know what I'm saying? It's all. Did you see his shirt afterwards? No, I didn't see that. It's like I really. He's like, I don't care about the rules or something. Oh, come that's on, what man. It said. Oh my God. Yeah, no, I mean, but even the coach Brett Brown thought the game was over because they drew it up as a as a walk out walk off three, so when he shot, he's like, "Oh yeah, he fucking made it." No, it's a two. Dude's foot was on the line. Like, oh my god, bro. That was a that was a crazy game though. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that game. But think about how different the series is if it's two one, going to game four in Philadelphia. We're not talking all this mess. We're still not. We're still impressed by the Celtics, but we still think the 76ers got a, got a shot. Yeah, but right? now but they're dead in the water now, man. Yeah, they got to go trust the process for another year or two now. <laughs> I mean, shit, dude. And Mark Fultz hasn't been playing. I mean, do you think he's a bust? I don't is think. He, I mean, I don't know, man. I think I, th- I don't think his conditioning is there yet for the playoffs. I mean, I think I don't think he's ready for playoff basketball because he played like the, what the last ten games or something like that. Um, I think he'll be able to work on his shot um, this summer. And he'll come back, dude, and he'll just be another. Um, Another good playmaker, I think, for um for Markel Fultz, because right now what Jalen Brown went number two, Jalen Brown's been playing well this playoff, uh, these playoffs, dude. So I mean, it's easy to compare and contrast now, but we'll see where it is at a year. But like you said, they gotta go trust the process for another year. I don't know. I mean, it's so interesting to see how their team got built up. You know, like yeah. five or four number one picks. You yeah. know, one, two, top five picks. But it's crazy, and you know, it's kind of shaped up the league now. Mm-hmm. You know. The tanking process, you know, you see the Dallas Mavericks, they're tanking on purpose. It's, yeah. It, all these teams that suck. Yeah. They're doing it on purpose now because yeah. they want that that number one pick. Yeah, because they don't want to be in the middle like we talked about on the last podcast. Like being in the middle is just purgatory. You know, you're not really getting any better, but you're really not getting worse. And I think it, that's just a really bad place to be. But what's worse, you know? Yeah. I, I'd rather be playing like shit, get that first yeah. round pick. No, and, you know, because right. no, nobody's putting a banner for being the eighth seed, you know? Um, yeah, man. So we'll see, man. But I think the series is over, uh, three zero. So we'll move on to the next three zero series in the Eastern Conference. That's the the LeBron James versus Toronto Raptors, man. How are your feelings on this series, man? You know, I didn't think it was gonna be like this. I thought Toronto had more power. Mm-hmm. You know, they had people that were clicking, not like the Cavs. The yeah. Cavs, they only had one person clicking. Yeah. One one player to lead the yeah, team. Yeah, and they they had barely survived that that last series. I think they finished on uh, that Thursday, and then they had to go play that Saturday. Against was, the Cavs. I mean, LeBron, I thought was on fumes. You know, he played a lot of minutes that game seven against the Pacers. He dominated, and he came game one, and he dominated the same thing. Yeah. You know, he is he is unbelievable for his age. You yeah. know, he's still he's still peaking. It seems like that way. Yeah. Played his first eighty-two season, eighty-two game season, a full season without you know resting and mm-hmm. all that. 
And, you know, it's crazy to think how much the Cavs have improved in the playoffs. Because, yeah. you know, if the regular season ended today yeah. and they were playing like this, mm-hmm. we'd all have big hopes. Yeah. But it didn't end like that. Mm-hmm. They ended in a bad note. Yeah. But somehow they've provided a miracle. And, you know, they're dominating. Yeah. I did not think they were going to get this far. Not with the Pacers, not with the Raptors, mm-hmm. but they are proving me wrong. Yeah. So maybe LeBron's listening and he's just fueling up. Yeah. No, man. I, I remember when the playoffs first started, everybody said the Cavs were washed. Everybody said that was it. Especially when the when the Pacers series started off the way it did. They said it's over. It's a wash. LeBron can't do it anymore by himself. And granted, he has a really crappy team um, with the Cavaliers, dude. But this guy is just going out day in and day out and proving all the fucking haters wrong. That's really what it is. He's like, he's like, I told you, he's tired of hearing the, the bullshit. He's like, I'm going to go out there and prove to you guys why I'm the best player in the fucking world, if not the greatest player of all goddamn time. That's really what it is. This guy's up 3-0 against the number one freaking team in the Eastern Conference. The team with the best record, who, who has had their best record in franchise here in history, when they have two all-star, all-stars in the backcourt, Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan, they have the deepest team in all the playoffs, perhaps, man. And they're just not getting it done at all. LeBron just snatched their fucking souls when they when they went up when they went up two zero in Toronto, dude. It was a wrap, man. Like this guy is just so dominant. He changed your city name. Yeah, he changed it to Lebronto. <laughs> it's now Lebronto from now on, bro. Lebron Owens Toronto. I don't give a fuck what the hell Drake says, man. Drake was talking mad shit to Kendrick Perkins game one. He fueled them. Yeah, know? he did. That's what you get. You know, you, you saw you saw Kevin Hart in uh, Philly when they were playing the the Heat. Yeah, yeah. What did he tell Dwayne Wade? I don't know what he told him, but I know he fueled his yeah. his game up because Wade was on fire. He yeah. was talking shit too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was fun to watch. Dude, you don't want to give these guys any more motivation than they already got. No, just stay quiet. Watch the game and just you know eat popcorn. Don't talk. Just LeBron watch. like Drake. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Stay home, Drake. <laughs> yeah, man, but it's amazing. It's amazing to see. Like, every year we want to say, oh, no, this team is better than the Cavs. Oh, Cavs won't make it this year. LeBron won't make it this year. Man, let's just appreciate some greatness, bro. 3-0 on the best team in the fucking conference. They play the, they're play the. they the four-seed, so they have not had home field advantage th- throughout any of these years, and they won't have home field advantage at any point throughout the playoffs, man. 3-0 on such a good team with so much great chemistry, and it's it's going to be over. I don't think Toronto wins another one, man. What do you think? I don't know. I, I mean, they're in Cleveland. Yeah. That's pretty hard. Mm-hmm. But Cleveland hasn't always been the best team at home. Mm-hmm. But I still don't see the Raptors coming, coming to grasp for the win. You know, LeBron is being LeBron. Yeah. Nothing short of excellence. Yeah. And if he continues to play like this, it he may lead his team to the finals by himself. Dude. I know last game he had Kevin Love step up. Yeah, Kevin Love. Hey, we got to give some love to Kevin Love, man. And have you ever watched those uh, videos on Facebook and YouTube where, like, these dudes reenact, like, what the locker room is in the finals? Really? Afterwards? Like, these guys just joke around and pretend to be, like, Kevin Love and uh, LeBron James. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Tristan Thompson, Yeah, like, Tristan Thompson's like, you not hooping! Give me your ring! (laughs) Dude, so I actually got to meet the guys uh, this weekend at a convention. 
And I told him, like, bro, I know you've been watching the NBA playoffs. I got to start giving Kevin Love some love because he's had almost 30 points in the last two games. He's really been helping out um, LeBron a lot, man. If it weren't for him, and JR is hitting now, too. JR is finding his fucking three-point stroke, man. They're hitting at the right time, and it's showing. I mean, they have a lead. Yeah. A, a good lead. It's not like a one-game lead. Yeah, no. Dude, no. Three, three fucking zero. You know, LeBron could very well make it to the finals yeah. by himself. Dude, I think they need to rename the cast to the LeBrons, man. I mean, two straight buzzard beaters. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Dude, let's talk about the buzzer beater this Saturday, man. He's had one during the with the Pacers, and he, now he has one now. Two, Dude, two, yeah, two with the two against his, the team he's playing right now. When, oh, the other one what was he last had a year? Three, no, he had a three like two days ago. No, four days ago. No, no, three was with the Pacers. Was against the Pacers. And then okay, he hit the floater. The floater was Saturday. Oh, Saturday, yeah. In the previous game, he hit a game. No, no, no. He didn't have a game winner the previous game. No? No, no, no. no. He did, man. No, no, no. That, the previous game when, when he was going off with the fadeaways, when he, had like, when he had like five fadeaways in the fourth quarter, I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah, probably. Dude, he was shooting like crazy, man. Like, I don't know what the hell has gotten into LeBron. Like, who is this man? Man, they got a drug test him. What is he on? Dude, he found the fountain of youth, man. That's what he found. <laughs> yeah, but that buzzer beat on Saturday. I was like, what the hell? He, they took it from full court. He just went to the left, what is what you're trying to do with LeBron, and he was just running full speed and just shoots that floater, and it goes in. Like, if you've ever tried to make that shot, you know how fucking hard that shot is to make. Like, you have to angle that perfectly off the glass, have good touch, and you're running full speed. You have to time that perfectly. He's the best player in the league. He, he is. deserves MVP. Dude, fuck everybody who says LeBron's not clutch, man. He's proving y'all wrong right now. This whole this, these whole playoffs, he's showing you, bro. I'm clutch. Everybody want to say no. Kyrie's a clutch one. Kyrie's the one who hit the shot against the against the Warriors in 2015. Who made that block on Iguodala though? <laughs> LeBron did. LeBron's always been there, dude. This guy is clutch. Yeah, I need to give this man his respect. He deserves it. You still do not believe he's better than MJ, dude. Never. Look, man. I mean, and really, this is all it is, man. He's he's just chasing MJ at this point. I don't think that Kobe's better than fucking LeBron. Um, Kobe had a way more fucking help, and he li- he 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 played for the Lakers, which is a fucking attractive destination. Nobody wants to go to Cleveland to go play, even if it's with LeBron. Sometimes, man. I mean, they're all. It's like apple, oranges, bananas. They're all different, you know. Mm. You know, Kobe. He was a dominant scorer. LeBron, he's an overall like he's a he's a he's a five tool player in a way. You know, he's got everything. He's got the size, he's got the athleticism. He's a scorer. He's everything you want in a basketball player. You know, MJ. Mm-hmm. We're too young for him to see and acknowledge his greatness. That's something I think you lack. No, bro, I've seen MJ. I I got YouTube, bro. Okay, you got YouTube, but you know, <laughs> YouTube can be deceiving sometimes. <laughs> Le- LeBron and MJ are both one of the the greatest players in the league, in the world, to ever have lived. Yeah. But you don't acknowledge MJ as you should. I think MJ's great, man. But I think he had a lot more help than LeBron did. I mean, LeBron could go to any team and he'll make them a lot better. Dude, LeBron could take any team and take them to the finals, man. I think it's just evidence, like, literally what we saw these playoffs, man. He's taking the shitty-ass... A Cavs team with no chemistry and like, nah, get on my fucking back. We're going to the goddamn finals again. 
I mean, I give him respect because you know he treats his he treats his teammates pretty good. He gives them suits. Dude, he bought the, he bought everybody's suits, man. He's what do you like, think hey, about? Man, we're gonna be looking fly before we go and give the Pacers this. <laughs> if they lose those games, though, they lost the first the first one. They wore the suit. They won in the second set. What did you think? What did you think about it's comment? <laughs> oh, it he's like he's like wear my suit. <laughs> I'm like, no, you. I got, he said I got fitted too. Yeah, he like, said because they got fitted like mid season or whatever. <laughs> you ain't get no suit as that. You ain't get no money this this off season no, either, bro. No, you not. You staying in Lakerland? You Go fucked suck. up, man. Yeah, but we'll see, dude. Dude, if somehow the fucking Cavs are able to beat the Rockets or the Warriors in the fucking finals, bro, like that would be amazing. Two of the best teams in the last decade, either one of them beating them? Oh, my God, bro. It'll be something, but, you know, let's not, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Like I said, it'll be interesting to see the matchup between them and um, Boston. We'll get into that for a second. Man, but honestly, bro, this, this second round has been kind of boring, at least in the sense of there's no competitive between these matchups like individual games are but dude look at this 3-1 uh warriors 3-1 rockets uh 3-0 celtics and 3-0 Cavs. you know i think that stat line it's it's deceiving because uh-huh. you you are right if you just look at that punch line mm-hmm. boring but i will disagree with you on the fact that if you look more closely at these games you know yeah. they're they're pretty close mm-hmm. you know lebron buzzard beaters or not buzzard beater yeah. one, but you know he's been playing lights out, and it's been a very close series in the game wise. Maybe yeah. one blowout, but you look at other teams like you know the Pelicans. They had one good game, mm-hmm. boring. Okay, let's get away with those. There's, those are just boring teams, but you know it hasn't exactly been boring when you look at the scores of the games. You know that's that's the point I'm trying to address. Yeah, I mean the Warriors and Pelicans have they all been blowout wins. For the most part, the Rockets um, been blowout wins for the most part, or like greater than ten point wins. The Celtics has probably been the most competitive series out yeah. of all of them. They've had two. I think every game has gone close to the wire. I think one of them was just like a straight out blowout. Probably but, the first one. But yeah, you're not wrong. But if you just it's the framing of words. Yeah, helps that boring stat line. Yeah. <laughs> I guess watching the Cavs destroy the Toronto is exciting, right? Because we didn't see this coming at all. Like I said, you got the buzzer beater with LeBron. We got him just dominating this team. I mean, like, I, I like watching LeBron. Like, I'm making sure I'm watching every Cavs in Toronto game. I haven't watched every Celtics 76ers live. I've seen, like, highlights after that. Or, like, the Pelicans and Warriors. I'm like, I'm not interested in those games, like, in those co- contests at all, dude. But for sure, I'm watching the Cavs, and obviously I'm watching the Rockets, Utah Jazz. Um, You know, based on the matchup, it looks like it's going to be the Cavs and the Celtics. Yeah. Um, and the Warriors and Rockets. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to see Kyrie Irving face Dude, LeBron. Dude, that would have been really That would have been actually. awesome to see, you know? Yeah, that's something we missed out on. What the fuck you got to get hurt for, Kyrie? <laughs> he didn't, didn't want to face LeBron. He, that's why, bro. He, <laughs> he knew what LeBron, he already played with LeBron for like the last four years. He knew what was coming for. Nah, I'm going to take it. I'm going to go sit down to like a Gordon Hayward. I don't want to next year he'll be, uh, he'll be declining. There you go. He like, oh, I, need to take, I need to take a year vacation from LeBron. No, dude. I mean, but you brought up the fact about these conference finals and what they're pretty much going to be, dude. Uh, I am I guess I'll start with the Cavs and Celtics one because I think that's the that's least interesting out of both. I think the Cavs are going to win that one. I, I think know. I think they'll win and they'll advance to the finals. I think they win in six games. You know, if, if Love 
J.R. Smith mm-hmm. are balling out like they are, I think they can. It'll be a close series mm-hmm. because you have a team like Boston Celtics who are they're playing like a team sport. Yeah. You know? They're playing like a team should be playing. Mm-hmm. Not one player. Yeah. Maybe one standing out more than the other, but they're all playing overall good basketball. Yeah. You go to Cleveland, you have one star, mm-hmm. and he's basically doing all the work. Not to say that Love isn't doing anything yeah. right now, but he wasn't doing anything in the past. Yeah. And I don't want to fuel LeBron, <laughs> but I think he You're can... about to say some dumb shit, huh? No, 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 I'm not. <laughs> you say it's a lot of dumb shit. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> I think it's going to be a tough series. I think it'll go game six. Okay. But I see LeBron experience. Oh, so you you got oh so you, you said some smart shit then. You said the, the the Cavs are going to the finals again, man. Uh, yeah, but based on their experience, you yeah. know the, the Celtics they don't have that experience. You know, um, Brad Stevens has never gone to the finals. Yeah, and you it's know, a lot of think, young players. I don't think any other team besides the the Cavaliers have gone to the finals in the past what four years. Yeah, dude, no, the Cavs. <laughs> that's it. So you know, I think his experience helps him. Yeah, whether it helps him. Get past the Rockets or the Warriors. That's a different story. But, yeah. you know, that's something we'll address in the future. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if that happens, it should. But yeah. we'll I think see. LeBron right now, he just has too much star power. It's too good. It's just dominating so much that he could overcome anything that Brad Steven really throws at him. And like you said, if he has Kevin Love and JR playing like they've been playing this last series, dude, it I think it'll be a wrap. But I think for sure Celtics will win. Uh, they'll win at home a couple games, and then LeBron will just take over, man. Let's see, man. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. So let's move on to the Rockets, uh, versus the Warriors, if that's what the matchup is, man. This I think this I think this series has a chance to go to seven games. Man, I think I'm gonna go to one of these games. I have to go Dude, to one of these fucking games. Fucking tickets gonna be like six hundred dollars for nosebleeds, bro. Well, it's a great matchup. How many times can you say you get to see these stars, you know, you see Chris Paul, you see James Hardy, yeah. you see Curry. Clay, K D no These I, are all you know, MVP candidates, not all of them, but yeah. m- majority of them are all MVP candidates. Yeah. You know, it's a great team. A lot of firepower. Yep. And I'm looking forward to it. Who do you think takes it, though? Don't be biased <sighs> on me, man. I think it's going seven, bro. <sighs> man, I think the Rockets have a chance to win it, bro. Ugh, but my gut is telling me the Warriors, bro. The Warriors winning seven. I don't know. I mean, I think the Rockets, they have the answers. You know, Capella, he is playing good. Yeah. I think he he could take on uh either Durant or uh, or Green. Yeah. And you know, that's that's definitely big. Yep. Chris Paul, he's going to do his best. He's a great yeah. defensive player. It's going it's going to be Chris Paul, Steph, then it's going to be Harden, um uh, Harden, Clay, and then you'll have PJ Yo- Tucker. Okay. Out on um probably Draymond. Green. Yeah. And then you have Clint Capella probably matching up with KD. You think he's on? I mean, obviously on offense, he'll mm-hmm. be on Draymond because Draymond's an undersized dude. And they'll, they'll probably switch with. who's the, Who even plays center for them? Who's their starting five? It's Durant, Clay, Draymond, uh, Steph. And who's playing the five? Sometimes it's McGee. But that was uh, against the Spurs. They kind of like moved that out. Yeah. I mean, so we'll see. But I think the Rockets match up very well. Um, against the Warriors, dude. I mean, I think it could go game six, game seven. Uh-huh. I won't be specific because <laughs> we've been wrong a lot. A lot, bro. I'm tired of doing these damn fucking predictions, dude. It's a good thing we're not ESPN analysts or Fox Sport analysts. Fucking I mean, garbage. <laughs> That's what we we're college students, all right? Give mm. us a break. 
Um, I think that experience, yeah, will will be in the favor of the Golden State. Yeah, but they've gone through so much. Uh-huh. Any key injury, just yeah. that, that's just gonna drop everything. Yeah, and I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say the Rockets take it in Game Six. Damn, bro. Look, I think the Rockets are gonna have a, like a forty percent chance to win this series against the Warriors, assuming that they get there. Um, but you know, it's about time Chris Paul steps up in the Western Conference dude, Finals. He bought out this last game, man. It was thirty third birthday. He had like thirty one points. I think he was like I said, he was hitting fadeaway jumpers. Dude, he was not about to let the fucking Jazz come back and tie up the series. At this all. is his best chance to ever make it to the finals. Yeah, he. I mean, he's not in the Western Conference Finals yet, but he surely will be. Oh, 100%. So I'm excited. We're looking forward to that. We're, like I said, we'll be back next week and talk more about the playoffs once we're, we're more solidified on when they'll play and who will be playing and what the schedule's like. Um, dude, but I'm excited. I'm excited for these conference finals, man. I think I think this will be the best round. I thought I think round one was far superior to round two thus far unless some crazy ass shit happens and all these teams come back to tie it up and they're all going to game seven if that happened bro, that'd be some wild ass shit um but yeah let's move on to the nfl um so the draft happened what like more than a week and a half ago yeah it finished what last saturday i think uh so we we got we got some hot takes for you right here man <laughs> we got some hot takes bro gabriel how about you started off with the first one bro that we didn't see coming i mean you kind of addressed it last time. Yeah. Baker Mayfield going number one. I think that's a horrible pick by the Browns. Like, why? You know, he's not a prototypical quarterback. Yeah. He's just a guy talking a lot of shit. Yeah. That he could do it. But you know what? He kind of did. He kind of. This is my theory. Yeah. He kind of did like a Trump thing, you know? Okay, okay. He's just talking a lot of shit. Yeah. And people want something different. Yeah. They don't want the prototypical quarterback. Mm. They want somebody who's going to be talking, who seems to have a competitive, you know, stance. Yeah. And he showed that to the press. He showed that to the media. He showed it on Twitter. You know, he's doing all sorts of crap. Yeah, he was just putting his name out there, saying some crazy shit, doing crazy crap. So then people would look at him more and, like, all right, maybe it's the guy. Maybe it's the guy. But he's not, you know. He's yeah. not the guy. And, you know, I don't know if you've seen some video on him on practice, but, you know, sometimes he, he showed greatness. And yeah. then sh- sometimes he was just like, yeah, that's Garbage. not a first-round yeah. pick, you know. Dude. He should have been the... At least like twentieth pick, but not number one. I mean, you're crazy to spend your number one on that. I mean, what's the Cleveland Browns, man? They don't know what the fuck they're doing, dude. Honestly, I I I was hoping, and I said this on the podcast, I was hoping that it was uh, it was like some bullshit that they're gonna take Baker Mayfield because apparently it's between Mayfield and Allen, Josh Allen. Um, you thought they were gonna take Allen first overall? I thought they were gonna take Darnold, and we're <laughs> bro. That's why we should predict shit. Because we can't predict this at all. Mayfield goes number one. Um, so that, that leaves uh, who who's the running back who got taken by the Giants? Saquon Barkley. Was it Saquon Barkley? Yeah. Yeah, Saquon Barkley. Uh, Best player in the draft. Got taken number two to the Giants. Three, Darnold goes to the Jets, which I think is exactly who they wanted from the very mm-hmm. beginning. If the, he dropped... Um, he was, then, best, he was one of the best quarterbacks. Yeah. He, should, he was either number one or, or number two. Yeah. But, you know, he should have been there. Yeah, and then number four, they take they take uh, cornerback. Was it Terrence West? Is that the name of the cornerback? Um, you know, I'm not sure, man. Yeah. Well, well look look that up real quick. Yeah, they take a cornerback um, with Bradley Chubb still on the fucking board. And Bradley Chubb was one of those prospects that, that Scott says was unbustable. He's going to be a great pass rusher. 
which would be great to pair up right next to Miles Garrett. With your pass rush, you took number one overall last year and who showed signs of promise after he was injured mm-hmm. for the first couple of games, man. It was crazy. I mean, I did not see a lot of these picks, especially with the Browns. Like, come yeah. on, you have the number one pick and you choose this quarterback? Yep. But, you know, a lot didn't help with Allen. You know, I thought he was my project, project number one. And, you know, the day of draft day, what happens on Twitter? Said some, some wild-ass shit came out about Josh Allen. Yeah, something he said in high school. And, you know, that hurt him. So said, he said, white is right. I'm like, oh, oh. Josh, Josh, can't be saying that shit. Even if it's a joke, bro, you can't be saying shit like that. But, you know, that wasn't, that wasn't now. It was a thing that happened maybe like... Five years ago? Yeah, I think he was in high school. But, you know, the timing of oh, it. Oh, Denzel Ward. That's the cornerback they took, Denzel yeah, Ward. Yeah, there you go. Terrence West, I think, is a running back. I was trying back to find it, but I couldn't the find the Raven. exact place. Um, but, <coughs> you know, Allen, whoever did it, it didn't really hurt him because I think he's better off with the Bills than he is with the Browns. Yeah. Even though the Browns are slowly building up, uh-huh. I do not like what they did this draft. Yeah. You know, um, same thing with... With um, Darnold, he he lucked out. Nobody should be going to Cleveland like this. They no. have a bad system in place. Yeah, and I I just don't see them working out to be the best team that they can be. Yeah, with the picks that they've had. Yeah, I think if you're a quarterback, you want to drop, right? Yeah. Like you should want to drop. You should put your ego aside and say, the the more I drop, at least in the first round, the better team I'll go to, right? And I think that's what happened with Deshaun Watson uh, last year, right? Like, mm-hmm. if he had gone to Cleveland number one, bro, his career's already over. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but I mean, he, we're already calling Mayfield's career over, and yeah, that was like exactly. a second into the draft. Exactly. No, but he dropped it. He got to go to the Texans at number 12 after they traded up for him, which was a good situation for him to be with because Bill O'Brien's a quarterback coach. Um, He had a great defense. He has great offensive weapons. All they were missing was that quarterback. Um, Yeah, dude, but I don't know. Even in Mayfield – has the potential to be good. I feel like the Cleveland Browns, I don't believe in them to, to to coach him up and prepare him to be a good quarterback. They've won one game in the past two seasons. Yeah. Maybe they could surpass that. But <laughs> Hey, man, if he wins two games, bro, it's a success. I mean, low expectations. He, sh- he, he has to. He has to do something about that. He has to exceed that expectation. If not, you know, it's over. You know. He has no career. You yeah. see a lot of quarterbacks get chosen, and, you know, two years in, they don't perform the way they should. Uh-huh. Either they get rushed in too quickly, yep. whatever the case, it's over. And well, well, the thing that really bothered me the most is if you really wanted Mayfield, you could have taken him at number four. Exactly. Which means you could have taken Saquon Barkley number one. And that's the player that they should have drafted because they need a running back like that. Any team that got Saquon Barkley, yep. that's great. Mm-hmm. And the Giants lucked out that they got him. No, because cause think about it. If you take Saquon Barkley number one, the Giants probably take a quarterback, maybe, but they're not gonna take they're not gonna take Mayfield. They probably take Rosen, take Allen or Darnold. Mm-hmm. So then that leaves another quarterback for the Jets to take, and the Jets probably take whoever's left out of those three. Don't take Mayfield, and then you could get Mayfield at four. And a lot of this is speculation, but I honestly truly believe that Mayfield would have still been there at four if you really wanted him that bad. I don't think any other team wanted him. And that not high. that high. Not that high. Um. <coughs> but, you know, just another point real quick. Yeah. Allen, you know, do you think this was on purpose? I think he didn't want to go to Cleveland. I think somebody either so, close to him yeah. or another organization, they did this on purpose at this timing because they knew his draft stock would drop and yeah. that would give him a better chance to get a prototypical quarterback that has a better success rate 
Dude, that's dangerous though to play that game, man. Because we know how divided locker rooms are right now, and with everything that's been going on, um, you're shooting your, you're shooting yourself in the leg and hoping that you miss your artery, dude, by doing this. Because <laughs> cause now you got a lot of explaining to do to these veterans in the locker room. Like, hey, what the fuck you mean by this? Like, what the hell is going on? Right, just causes tension. Um, but like I said, I think the further down you drop as a quarterback, the better you'll be, because you'll be you'll be set up uh, way better for success. Um, but so we talked about Allen going. Uh, what it's, I think he went seventh to the Bills. No, he went fifth. He went he fifth. He went fifth, fifth to the Bills. Yeah. So Darnold at three. I think Darnold will be in a good position. Um, he probably won't have to start right away because you still have Josh McCown there, and you have uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Um, like no, there's no rush. I think I think Todd Bowles is a really good coach. Like he overachieved this. No, everybody thought that the Browns, um, the Browns, the Jets were gonna go like two and fourteen. They over, I think they went like six and ten, maybe seven and nine. They 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 were right in the middle range, middle of the pack, man. Um, I think Darnold be great. How do you feel about Darnold going to the Jets? You know, it's better than Cleveland for him, for his sake. Yeah, he should have gone to Cleveland uh-huh. based on his, you know, his potential. I thought he was going to Cleveland. But it's a good, it's good for him. Yeah. But who does who does New York have really? You know, I can't name a a big player there. Yeah. I mean, no, you have right. Jermaine Kirsch, who's a good receiver, uh-huh. but he needs more help. Yeah. But they good. the good thing for them is that, you know, New York, it's a well-stopped market. Yeah. Players want to <laughs> play in that type of, you know, environment. environment. Yeah. So he has a better future than Mayfield. Yeah, at least at least that's what we think. But, um, but mm-hmm. the one quarterback I think really lucked out is our, in our next topic. Yeah. Rosen. Dude, you know? Rosen. And you weren't high on Rosen at all, actually. You... No. I think he needed the right team. Yeah. And I think Arizona's the right team for him. Because yep. if had he gone to Cleveland, crap. He, yeah. His career, any quarterback who goes to Cleveland, your career's over. It's over, brother. And, you know, he lucked out. The Cardinals, <laughs> they have a good team. They have yep. a good receiving core. Yeah. Veteran Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. So he has the potential to succeed the most out of all of these people in my in my head. I, I think. think so. Like we talked like I said like three times already in this podcast, the lower you go as a quarterback, the better coaching, yes. the better pieces are around you, the more successful you'll be. You don't wanna go number one. Go number one is overrated. Like yes, you get money, but it's just all about ego. Dude, whenever we look for for a company we wanna work for, it's not always about Hey, what what what's what's the place that's gonna pay us the most? Sometimes it's about where do we fit the best and where do I feel like I'm gonna develop the most, right? And that's exactly what I think Arizona will do for Josh Rosen. He he'll probably win the starting job, but he doesn't have to. Sam Bradford's there. Sam Bradford may start the first couple of games, takes off the pressure off of Josh Rosen. He doesn't have to come in and be the savior of the franchise, at least not immediately. Right? And I mean, like I said, I think it's kinda of childish his comments to say, Oh, they were like nine mistakes in front of me. First of all, not every one of those teams needed a quarterback. And and first of all, you got the best team out of all of those. Yeah, why are you complaining? Like, you dude, know? why are you mad? You don't want to go to the Browns. You don't want to go to the Jets. And you don't... Jets where you have to fucking play the Patriots fucking twice a year until goddamn Tom <laughs> Brady fucking retires. And you don't want to go to fucking Buffalo Bills, which you're, which you're playing, the, you're playing the Patriots still. He lucked out. I mean, he doesn't see it. Yeah. Maybe he just wanted attention. You know, he's got a big ego, yeah. as we've seen in the past. Yeah, I just I just felt he took a lot of the criticism personally. Right? Like, he's like, man, I'm tired of all you motherfuckers talking shit all the goddamn time about me. Like, he's like, I'm a good quarterback. And I, he's like, he's like, he probably felt that he got screwed over because of all the media attention mm-hmm. that they, they, they tried to put him in a negative. Like, he asked too many questions. He always wants to know the why. I'm like, dude, those are good qualities to have in the quarterback. Like, there are way worse problems to have. Uh, with your quarterback choice, I mean, there. like I'm saying, like I've been saying, he lucked out because had he gone to another team, any other team in the top ten, I don't yeah. think he'd be 
poised for success yep. as he is right now. No, he's set up. Um, all right, man. Well, what do you think about Le- Lamar Jackson? You know, he went 32 overall to yeah. Baltimore. I Dude, think- I think <laughs> Lamar Jackson had – he has at least pressure on him now, right? He was Well, he won the Heisman last year. He bought out. He, I think he, he's such a great athletic two-way dual-threat quarterback that – that I honestly I think this is the best place for him to go, cause Joe Flacco's there at least for another year with his last guaranteed year on his contract, and he's still set up. I think he has two, three more years left on it, so there's no pressure on Lamar Jackson to really do anything right now. Just sit there, learn how to be a good quarterback, learn how to do a pro style offense, and they got him at 32, dude. I mean, it's a steal for Baltimore. I think so, but I'm scared for Lamar Jackson because he doesn't have the receiving core he needs. That's that's always been Baltimore. Have you, have you noticed that they yeah. never have like their own really good wide receiver? They always get like dudes on their like second second part of their career, third part of the career, like Anquan Bolden. But, dude, when Anquan Bolden was there, he was a beast. He just threw that ball up in the air and yeah. he'd catch it. You know that that, that receiving core at that time, that Super Bowl. Yeah, um, they were good enough. Yeah, but right, dude, they just don't hit on wide receivers. Uh, who's the guy who's with the with the Niners now? Uh, ah, crap, you know. You know who I'm talking about, right? Uh, yeah. The guy whose brothers died, who passed away like a motorcycle accident. I don't know his name, but I mean, they're just not lucrative for receivers. You see, Des Bryant, he yeah. turned a three year deal from them. Mm-hmm. Why? I mean, yeah, I mean, he wanted to bet on himself. Apparently, that's what he wanted to do. He's um, not bettering himself. He could have gained a lot more money. No. And uh, now his I mean, market we'll value see. just tanked. Um, yeah, dude, but I think Lamar Jackson, oof, if he gets the right coaching, um, if he's not rushed, I think he has a chance to really. Oh, Tory Smith is the guy. Tory Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he really has the potential to, to do really well, man. I think if if they just take his time, dude, I think Deshaun he could be a better Deshaun Watson, like an even more athletic Deshaun Watson. But you know the one thing that bothers me uh-huh. besides the receiving core is that he's he's skinny. I mean, I mean he's thicker than Deshaun Watson. Is he? Yeah, yeah I think he, he looks. Is. I mean, he's, he looks a little bit taller, but he looks skinnier to me. Mm. And I'm scared that a big hit on him. Yeah, it's he's just more prone to an injury. Bro, he's gonna have time to get some protein. <laughs> <laughs> get get his uh get his gains, man. Go eat some Wheaties, man. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the Cowboys. Um, they don't draft the wide receiver with their first round pick, which I, I thought they were gonna do. I thought they might have taken Cook. Or uh, someone, somebody like that. Uh, Cook goes in like the early twenties, I think. Um, Cowboys ended up taking uh, linebacker. Do you uh-huh. remember the linebacker's name? I do not. God damn but I mean, I was looking for for the receiver. Yeah, you know that's what they really needed. And I did predict that they'd get a linebacker, so I wasn't wrong there. Yeah. But another big thing they did. Leighton Vander Esch. Yeah, from Boise State. Yeah, from Boise State. He's a pretty good player. Yeah. We'll see how it translates. But, you know, it's interesting because, like, where's Sean Lee going to be, you know? Yeah, and I think that's why they drafted this linebacker because they've seen their defense fall apart without a good leader, a good linebacker in the middle of the field. So maybe that's what they're trying to prevent. Like, Sean Lee's probably going to get hurt again for, like, the 20th year in a <laughs> fucking row. Um, so we need somebody to fill in that spot and really uh, be the captain of the defense, right? But I don't know, man. I, they, they, I think the Cowboys took a wide receiver, like, in the third round or – one of the earlier rounds. Um, so maybe that guy will work out. Hopefully. We'll see. Um, they ended up trading trading for Tavon Austin, which is another, like, slot-type wide receiver. I'm like, you already have Cole Beasley. I, I really don't know what they're trying to do at this point with the right wide receiving core. Maybe they're just focused on getting the ball to, to Zeke and just have them 
really have the offense run through him, which, I mean, it's not a bad move to do at all, especially when you have such a dominant offensive line. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was interesting because I don't know if you know who Brian Switzer is. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Okay, so he, he, he was excited about the trade, you know, having another energetic, speedy guy on the team. And then he, t- he actually tweeted about that. Uh-huh. You know, he was like, excited. He yeah. was electric about the whole thing. Uh-huh. Maybe like 15 minutes later, an hour, uh-huh. he got traded. To who? He is going to Oakland. Oh, wow. That's funny. So he was like, that That sucks for him. Yeah. Because, I mean, they had good they had good players in the, st- in the slot position. Uh-huh. And, you know, the one thing that really sticks out to me is why would you spend more money on Tavon Austin when you already have this guy who's – he could have a, a better career. Yeah, maybe. and like I said, Cole, they have Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley's good, but how many more years does he have? Yeah. But, you know, I thought Brian Switzer was the answer for them. Uh-huh. You know, he has he has, a, he has a good track record. And, you know, slot receivers are not usually the best athletes. Yeah. But they they have good good feet. Yeah. And that's, this is something that Brian Switzer had. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of disappointed that they had to trade to this guy. Yeah. You know, they're spending more money than they have to. Mm-hmm. And Tavon Austin really hasn't lived up to his his first round pick. I mean, he's really been a specialist, like possession receiver mm-hmm. kind of guy. Electric guy. But yeah. Not, I don't think he's worth that money. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, but the Cowboys also have other issues. They had Jason Witten ended up retiring over the actually this last week. It came out right right during the draft that he's planning to retire, and he didn't make the official announcement. I think until uh, this past weekend or this past week um, that he's gonna go. He's gonna be an analyst for the. Is it Fox? ESPN. Yeah, no, for e- Oh, yeah, he's doing Monday Night Monday for night ESPN. Football. That's exactly right. He's taking over John Gruden's old job. That's good. That's great for him, you know. It's sad to yeah. see him because, you know, I like the Cowboys. I like them growing up. My family, they're all a Cowboy fan. Uh-huh. So it's sad to see him go. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think it was time. It was a good opportunity for him. Dude, he's slow as fuck. <laughs> he's slow. <laughs> I mean, he was slow back then, and he got slower now. Yeah. But... He was he's he was a big target. He's somebody that uh, Prescott could really rely on to get him a get him a first down or get him a, a touchdown. So it's kind of sad to see him go away, especially yeah. now. Like he didn't retire after the season initially. Yeah, you know, he waited this long, and you know I I think the Cowboys could have capitalized on something else, like getting Jimmy Graham in the free agency, yep. and it just left them vulnerable now. Yeah, but I'm happy for the dude. You know he he gets a solid gig mm-hmm. for. For a while now, Does it, yeah. I mean, he'll he'll always be a Dallas Cowboy legend. It's, it's gonna be weird seeing the Cowboys without Jason Witten, because right? be he, he's been the rock throughout everything that's going on there. Yeah. Man. I mean, you, no more Dez, no more Witten, no more Romo. Yep. It's all kind of like yep. Avengers style, you know? They, uh, they, <laughs> hey, spoilers, bro! <laughs> Don't be giving people the spoilers. <laughs> not on the sports podcast, man. All right, well, <laughs> well, let's talk. Let's let's move it over to, to your su- your subject. Your expertise, uh, where your expert, some of your expertise lie, and that's hockey, man. You tell me what's going on in the world of hockey, man. So the world of hockey, a lot of interesting series right now. You have Ovechkin playing the Pens, and he's got a a three two lead, which is interesting because he's never actually beaten the Penguins in uh-huh. the series. Gotcha. So we'll see how that goes. I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting that they make it to the finals, and finally he finally gets a cup. A what what round is it in the playoffs right now for the? They're in the second round. Second round, so they still have to play another one. Yeah, and then Which, and then the and finals. Then finals, yeah. gotcha. So I'm rooting for him. I hope he makes it. But you know, you can't you can't discount Crosby. Yeah, he's a proven winner. Back to back championships for them. Yeah. But on another news, you know, there's this guy from the, from um, from the Boston Bruins, uh, Brian Marchand. Uh-huh. This guy licked 
a player in the face. I heard about that. Tw- not not the same player, but I think another player. He did it twice. Like, what <laughs> yeah. are you doing? What are you trying to do? This is not a new trend we need in 2018. Bro, he's trying to get him sick, bro. That way he won't be on there. Man, that that, that was messed up. And, you know, the NHL, they didn't know how to respond to this. It took him a while. Yeah, I, I heard that they came on. They said that if he does it again, they didn't even, like, give him an, a, an expected punishment. Like, you're going to get a punishment. They just yeah. know what the fuck it is. Because, I mean, what the fuck do you do to that? How know? close, How close? like, when does he get the opportunity to be so close to another player for him to lick their face? Why do you want to get so close like that? Well, that's I mean, what I'm saying. Fighting. Like, like when is this happening? Like, he's just like, hey, man, what's up? He's like, hey, let me tell you something. And he licks him or something? Come on, man. I mean, drop your gloves. Give him a fight. Don't, don't <laughs> lick him. It's a manly sport there. And Bro, then... But he's probably trying to throw him off their game. Like, how do you react to some dude licking your face? Like, what the? You're, like, more shocked. Than, like, what? Did this man just lick my, did he just lick my face? I'm surprised the guy didn't, like, drop his gloves and fight him, you know, right <laughs> there. And then hockey's a really tough sport. Those yeah. guys do not take exception. So maybe the guy liked it. I don't know. He didn't do shit about it. <laughs> maybe, like, what? <laughs> bro, I'm just telling you, like, how? Do, like, if somebody just licked your face, bro, like, what the hell? Like, what is your, what's a natural reaction? Like, I feel like he's just more shocked than anything else. Yeah, I mean, I agree on that part, but shit, man. So, how are the the Warriors doing? The Warriors. the Spartans, uh, the the Las Vegas dudes. Oh, the Golden Knights. The Golden Knights, bro. You, I said, go. you, gotta, you gotta watch more nights. ESPN on hockey. Watch Barry Melrose. He does a good job of this oh, stuff. Oh yeah, I know Barry Melrose. So the Vegas Golden Knights have beaten the San Jose Sharks in uh, I think it went all the way to Game Six. Oh, so they're, they're, are they going to the conference finals? Yeah, they're going to the conference Ooh. finals, which is pretty big for for a, se- for a team who, who just started their inaugural yeah, season. Yeah, exactly. We talked about it last week so, about the expansion. It's great for them, but is it great for hockey? Yeah. You know, they took – this could have been somebody else's place. This should have been somebody else – some other team's place Yeah. to, to succeed at this rate, uh-huh. you know? And it kind of sucks for every other team because, like – you know, in an expansion, there's certain players you can protect. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of these teams, they had, like, big-name big, big name stars with a big contract. They didn't want to pay that out, so they yeah. left them vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. And then they go to Knights like, we're going to take that, dude. So, yeah, they lucked out, Golden Knights. And they have a good management yeah. because without that management, they would not be where they're at, yeah. where they're at right now. What do you, I don't know. You seem like you have some thoughts about this. What's going on? No, I don't, man. I like it. Like, I'm just I'm, – I'm pulling for them to win. Like, I don't watch the games at all, but I'm like – I wonder how the Golden Knights are doing, man. I mean, if you're in Vegas, go watch a game. This is awesome. I mean, Vegas is growing so much. They got yeah. a football team coming up. Yeah, they got the the Raiders going over there. And you know, I kind of like the I kind of like the the jerseys of the Golden Knights. Oh, they're really they're cool. I've seen sick. Them. Yeah, yeah, look like from three hundred or something. Man, got Leonidas yeah. on your fucking uh, jersey. Yeah, no, but I'll see. I'll probably check in uh, during the actual Stanley Cup Finals. Um, hopefully, the Golden Knights are there. I want to see Ovechkin there. Even though I have no fucking idea or any fucking, <laughs> I don't understand hockey at all. But we'll see, man. Uh, I know hockey's very big to a lot of people, and it's huge in the north, man. So I don't know. Does it does it happen the same time the finals go on? Um, I feel like there's just a bad time for hockey to really have their playoffs during NBA season. Yeah, I'm like, when know, really else do you have it? What else would you? You know, have? hockey didn't originate here. You know, it kind of originated like more in the north, like Canada. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. in the where, where Lebronto City is at, right? Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't a big thing over here. So basketball and like hockey, they didn't really correlate. Ah, uh, you know? so they weren't even worried about it. Yeah. Though, you? But now it's starting like okay, maybe we could gain more interest. But what can we do? They can't do anything about it right now. People yeah, yeah. are just so used to it. No, you're right. It's a good point. All right. Well, let's move on to a warmer 
former sport, bro. The MLB. Come on, talk about our boy, man. Otani. Otani. Showtime, man. Dude, we gotta do an Otani segment every time, bro. We always gotta check it on how this guy's doing. I mean, I did not see this guy succeeding at this rate, especially with spring training. Yeah. But he's proven a lot of people wrong. You know, he he has a big stat line. Yeah. His batting average and all that. Mm -hmm. RBIs. He has more RBIs than than a lot of MLB players right now, and that's the fact that he doesn't even play every day. Uh huh. Like uh, other NBA MLB players do. (laughs) But his pitching stat line's great. Yeah, he won. He won uh, this weekend, right? He won a game this weekend. Yesterday. So it'll be interesting how he goes from now. But can he keep it up? I think so, man. Because he doesn't. He pitches like every fifth, every sixth day, whatever the hell it is, depending how many uh, days break they have in between. Um, yeah, dude. But like I said, I think it's a good story. Hear them succeed. The Angels are doing fucking fantastic, um, and they're pushing it forward. Yeah, I mean, the Angels are doing really good this year. Yeah. And I think he's part He's part of that success. Yeah. He's a big part of it. Yeah, know? maybe maybe we'll, we'll start looking toward more Japanese players or, or players in the, in the East. You oh, know? yeah, that's a big thing in baseball. Yeah, because we just had uh, – did Ichiro actually retire? Because I know there was a rumor out there that he was retiring. He was moving to the front office, and then the agent came out and said, no, Ichiro isn't retiring. So I don't think he's retiring. Yeah. I think he's waiting for like one more game, uh-huh. and that game would be next next season when Seattle actually opens up the season in Japan. Oh. So I think that will be his last. Oh, uh, okay, okay. And he's just going to retire after that game. You yeah. Know? No, that'd be, actually, that'd be pretty cool for uh, Ichiro, man. I, I love the way Ichiro plays, man. That man, he loves baseball. He's 46 still playing the fucking sport, bro. Yeah, I mean. And I think he's in like two ten or something like that, which isn't isn't normal for Ichiro. Ichiro was always like a three hundred hitter man, but he got his three thousand hits in the in the U.S. I think he's the all time hits leader in baseball in general, including if you include his Japan yeah. career. Yeah, he has like forty forty five hundred. Yeah, like something like that, dude. I I just really it's it's hard not to cheer for Ichiro Suzuki. He's know? a good player, you know. Growing up, I saw him. He was a speedster. Yeah, in Seattle, Mariners. I mean, that's the guy who I looked up to. He was kind of like Altuve in a way. You yeah. Know? Very consistent, good batting average. Yep. Always get on base a lot. Mm-hmm. And it was it's it's been fun to watch him. Yeah, it's kind of sad he never won a title, man. Yeah, but a lot of players in MLB don't don't get yeah the yeah because he he went from the Mariners into the Yankees, then to Florida, then back to the to the Mariners this season, man. But a hey, shout out to to Otani, shout out to Ichiro, man. Way Wish, to represent. Yeah, we we love you guys a lot, man. Um, so good series this last the week, the Astros versus the Yankees, Yankees. <clears throat> a rematch of the ALCS. Uh, Yankees actually won three out of four games against the Astros, which is which is says a lot, right? And I think it says a lot about the Astros bullpen and their inconsistency. Verlander threw a freaking gem. He he went eight innings and then uh, Ken Giles, uh, I forgot who hit it. Somebody hit a three run shot against him and that was it. Astros ended up losing four to one, I think, or whatever the hell it was. Um, yeah, the Astros pitching staff has been really great though this year. Like we talk about Garrett Cole, Charlie Morton, uh, Keiko. Keiko's been kind of inconsistent. McCullers been kind of inconsistent, and Verlander. These guys are hitting it, con- uh, pitching very 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 well. Um, but the Yankees were just too much for the Astros bullpen to really handle, and the Astros really weren't hitting that much. I think they had like a, uh, twenty-one scoreless inning streak or something like a fourteen. I don't even remember, but it was something ridiculous like that. And the Yankees spanked the Astros, man. 
Yeah. I mean, the Astros are a good team. Yeah. They're supposed to be better than what they are right now. Mm-hmm. A lot of teams are supposed to be better. You know, we'll talk about it later on with other teams. Yeah. But one big player out of the, out of the Yankees is Glaber Torres. Okay. He was a former Cub player. Oh. He was in their in their system, and in order to, and the Yankees got him through the through the trade uh-huh. to get Chapman. Gotcha. Which was instrumental for the Cubs. Mm-hmm. But where's Chapman now? He's with the Yankees. Oh, again. Yeah, and you know this guy. Glaber Torres, he's the real deal. Yeah. He's a shortstop for the Yankees right now. No, second baseman because Didi Gregorius is uh, the starting. And Didi is proving to be one of the be- best players in the in the game right now. Yeah. MVP candidate, sure. mm-hmm. even though it's early. Yeah. But the Yankees seem to be the real deal, you know? And I think so. the Astros are good. Yeah. The bullpen is going to need some work. Yeah, but that really trade does. deadline is going to help them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the Yankees are for real as well. Stands. I think he hit two home runs off of Houston. He's heating up again. Um, yeah, I think I think it'll be good. These these two teams may be the ones playing again in the LCS again. Maybe Boston has something to say about that. Oh, or the Angels, be man. Um, but it'll be it'll be exciting to see. Um, so next we want to talk about the Dodgers, the other team that was in the World Series last year. Did they're really underachieving? I yeah. think they're at five hundred, around five hundred, or under five hundred. But they are nowhere near the team that they were last year. They were so dominant. Everybody had them going to the to the World Series from the start of the season, and then this season, man, I guess the playoffs really got to the, a lot of these players, man. Either either coming off the high of losing um, in the World Series, or they're just exhausted at this point, man. Yeah, you know, they've had a lot of trips to the playoffs, and it's really showing, you yeah. know, a lot of wear and tear. And I've said this before about them, but, you know, a lot of the players are just, they're, they're torn about... All this, like, the, like they're where, you yeah. know? Like, Kenley Jansen, he hasn't been the same closer we, we've typically been, yeah, he's dude. been known to be. Mm-hmm. Kershaw, he doesn't have an impressive deadline. Kershaw's hurt now. Yeah, he's in, he's on a DL with biceps, tendonitis. I think he's, like, one in four yeah. in his starts. Or and he has, like, like, a 2.76 ER, yeah, which dude, isn't bad. Really That's yeah. not Kershaw, though. Yeah, he's, Kershaw's like, below like one, two. Always, yeah. yeah. So, you know, they, they're missing a lot of players. Yeah. Seager's out for the whole year. Yeah. Belling- Bellinger, Bellinger, Bellinger's doing okay. He's not living up. No, to... he's he's not hitting like he was before, man. But who's the Amish-looking guy? You know who I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. What's his name? First baseman. <sighs> it's not Taylor. It's uh no, Turner. First... Turner. Turner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that guy. He broke his wrist in spring training, yeah. and he's very instrumental to what they do. But yeah. then again, all these players are instrumental, and without them, they're just not. It's not as simple as a. Uh, what their manager said, the next man ste- stepping yeah. up. It's hard no, to replace Especially these when these players. players were overachieving and playing so well last year. But they did they did throw a no-hitter, a combined no-hitter the, this past weekend as well, dude, which is impressive. I mean, anytime, anytime a no-hitter is thrown, man, 27 up, 27, 27-ish down, yeah. depending on how many walks you get in. Um, I don't know, man. I think the Dodgers still have a, a lot. I wouldn't doubt if the Dodgers still made the playoffs. Let's just say that. I wouldn't be surprised if they still made the playoffs. But they got to make some moves, man. They have to make a lot of moves. They have a very rich system. And that was something that a lot of people were, were very happy about. Yeah. Especially in, in L.A. You know, uh-huh. when you have a rich system, when your team's performing well, yeah, that's that's well-suited for you. You know, you could use that to your advantage. But now, you need to make some moves. Yep. Whether it's getting Manny Machado mm-hmm. or other players. Yep. You need to deplete that system if yeah. you want to win. You know, yeah. Kershaw only has one year left. Mm-hmm. 
What's next for him? Is he going to stay in L.A.? Is he loyal? Or is L.A. willing to move on? Yeah, no. Good point. Um, Yeah, they have to do something. We won't see them in the, in the, in the I wouldn't say the finals, <laughs> in the World Series again. Um, so our last topic is, are the Braves the real deal, man? Tell me about that. I don't know, man. I mean, they have two of the youngest stars in the league right now. Yeah. Rising stars are uh-huh. 20 and 21-year-olds, respectively. Yeah. Alcuna and Albies. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys are lighting up the scoreboard. Yeah. I think Albies has like 10 home runs, and he's a rookie. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, they, they just went to Chicago and straight up dominated them. Uh-huh. I don't know if it was in Atlanta, sorry. But, you know, they're proving to be a reckonable force in this league. Yeah. And they're in first place, something that hasn't happened in a long time yeah. for them, especially this early in the yeah, season. Yeah. I think it's good to see these teams rising up and really um, really achieving a lot more because I, I love seeing different teams in the playoffs. I love seeing new matchups like we talked about on past podcast. Past podcasts. The Phillies are doing well, which none of us really expected to see, especially after the crappy years that they've had. Um, the Celtics... And the bitch, I said the fucking Celtics. <laughs> the Red Sox are still there, like they're always gonna be there. The Astros are now one of the one of the uh, perennial contenders um, until they start losing pieces. The Yankees are there, um, but now we got the Angels stepping back up um, and several other teams. And like you said, the Braves um, are doing well now in the NL. Um, the Dodgers are falling back to the pack. Look, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for MLB playoffs, man. We need, right. we need to shorten the season. That's it right now. Start the playoffs right now. <laughs> it's interesting, man. I mean. I- I love baseball. I yeah. like that, you know. Yeah, teams. and I understand baseball is not for everybody, man. Yeah. But I just, I, I just love. I just romanticize the sport so much, man. I could go to a baseball game and I just sit down and just relax, man. You gotta go to a baseball game. Yeah, so. dude, we got, we gotta get, we gotta get that once we're all done with fucking test. Yeah, but overall, good thing for the league, you know, to see new teams, you know, trust the process in a way because it takes a while to build up like this. Yeah, you saw that with Houston. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. You got anything else, Gabe? Before we get out of here. Nah, man. Good luck to everyone in finals. And, you know, we'll be back soon. Yeah, sorry sorry for not posting last week. Like I said, just some crap came up life. Um, But we're glad to be back. We missed a lot. We tried to catch up with you guys. uh, But we should be back on track uh, for these playoffs. All right, guys. Have a good one. And thanks for listening to the Semi-Bro, Semi-Pro Podcast.